Good morning. So great to see everyone. Um, first, I'm Terry Rapley, humble follower of Jesus Christ, our Savior, and I love that. Second, I have to give two disclosures today. One, I don't know if you guys remember last time you heard me speak, and I was sitting there, and I said, when the subject was worship, and I'm like, please tell me Luke's not going to ask me to speak about that. Do you guys remember me saying that? And sure enough, Luke asked me to speak about it. Super grateful for that. I have to let you guys know this time is not the case. This time I called Luke. I saw this subject, Christianity, more than just a hobby. I called him. I was like, hey, can I have next Sunday? And he said yes. Thank you for that. Immediately, yeah, I was prepared for a no. I was going to push past it. The reason is because Christianity is more than just a hobby. Me and Jesus have done some rounds on this subject for it to be more than a hobby to me. And I want to talk about that. I want to go into it a little bit more. So that was disclosure number one. Disclosure number two I went to Casting Crowns concert last night. Woo! So I'm on one today. I'm on one bad because um, it was powerful. I was reminded that we, we serve a Jesus that is loved and worshiped worldwide, not just here. I mean, I, I was touched by that. I saw John and Jody, saw Kim, Doug and Sue were there. Terry and Christy, Tracy, Taylor, Casey. There was a bunch of us that were there. Well, there's these, also, there was these guys there that were sitting. Um, we were up in the balcony, so we had a great view of everyone. And there were these guys in this row. It was awesome. This one guy, he kind of had this gangster vibe going on. And this other guy that was a couple seats down from him had this Snoop Dogg kind of look going on. They were tearing it up. They were getting their groove on. This guy, he was bursting with, he just couldn't help but praise the Holy Spirit and to watch all these people in praise, you couldn't help but be moved. I was filled. Um, it, it was amazing. So you guys are going to get the result of that uh, because I can't help it. If I'm overboard today, I own it, and I'm just going to be it because I, I'm so happy today. Um, that guy, the one guy, he really touched me because the way he was dancing in such joy I want that. I want that kind of life. I, I want Christianity to be more than a hobby. I want it to be my way, my every way. And it is actually more than just a hobby. And that's what we're going to dig into a little bit today. I, I want more of Jesus. That's what I want in my life. I right now have two daily prayers that I pray every day a lot of times repeatedly. One of them is, please let me live a life worthy of your sacrifice. I always want to live a life that's worthy of the sacrifice that Christ made for me. The second one is that I want to desire Christ above all else. I want him to be my number one desire. I pray this a lot. And I actually have to pray for it. It is not something that comes natural to me. 
My desires get in the way. I, I have to seek and knock, seek and knock. This goes on that list of persistence with Jesus that I'm always asking him, please let my heart desire you above all else. And one of the reasons for that, as many of you know, these last couple of years after my husband died, I've been lost. And I found myself searching for something, anything, everything that I knew prior to my husband dying. I kind of had plans. Um, I knew what was going to happen. And then he died and my whole world got turned completely upside down. My children are grown, so I don't have that. Um, I don't have my husband. I had no idea where I was going, and I've been, my last journey for the last couple of years, very lost. And I've been searching and seeking meaning. I've been trying to, I would do it in going out and doing new things. I've done a candle making class. I've done painting class. I did a flower arrangement class. I did a mud run. Um, I took on a new job. Um, I've done all kinds of things just not knowing where to go, but searching. I've been searching. And I, I think it was last year, I kind of sat down, and what I realized is that, you know what? I actually have been searching my whole adult life. I'm going from 18 on, so I've been searching for something for the last 35 years. I've been searching for something. Do you ever get that? There's that weird that weird feeling in your soul to where you can't really put words to it, but you just know that there's something that, it's just not right. This is not, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. I'm not totally happy. And what I realized is that I, I've been searching for a long time. I've tried drugs, sex, alcohol. I've tried career advancement. I've tried prestige, money, fitness, beauty, being a great sports mom, being a great spouse, um, being a great Christian. I've tried that too. I've tried being a victim. Thank God that didn't last very long at all. That was very short-lived, and I'm super grateful. Um, I've tried shopping. I've tried material things. I've tried growth. I've tried adventure. I've tried relationships and friends and people. I have tried everything. And I've come to this point Thank God I'm finally here. I've come to this point where what I realize, the world has nothing to offer me. I can't. If it did, I would know because I've tried. I've had 35 years of practice seeking for something beautiful and meaningful in my life. Haven't found it. If I, if I did find it, I wouldn't be standing here before you right now. Jesus is the only way. And I want more of that. He's the only way. I came to a point, conversation with him not too long ago. It was like, okay, God. I was talking to one of my daughters, and I was like, her name, my middle daughter, her name's Tiffy. I was like, Tiffy, I, I've tried everything. I'm not happy. I don't know what to do. I, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to do Jesus. The guy last, last night, Mark Hall, is his name Mark Hall? Was it Mark Hall? He said, so I had said, I'm, I'm going to go Jesus' route, full bore. I'm in 100% of the way. Um, I said, I've done it all. And the one thing I've not done is total full surrender and engagement and participation in a relationship with Jesus Christ. 
I've been on the fence. I've played it. I've, got, I've been on the sidelines. I put my foot over there a little bit, but I have not been all in. And I can say that honestly. Jesus already knows all this, so I'm not embarrassed because that's between he and I. What I've come to realize is that I think that seeking and that longing, I, I, think we're, I think Jesus did something when he created us. When God created us, he put something in our DNA that when we get a little bit too far from the source, we don't function properly. We get, we get cross, we get confused, and it gets chaotic, and we break down easily. We, we have to get, stick closer to the source. We have to keep to the source, and that's what I've come to realize. Because of all those things I've tried, the most beautiful times have been when I'm closest to Jesus. I'm close to my source. So my question then becomes, so I realize all this, I'm in Jesus, I'm doing it. What Mark said last night, I forgot to even tell you guys this. He said, you don't try Jesus, you trust Jesus. And he was actually dead on when he said it. It's like, you know what, that's right, because my exact words to Tiffy were, I'm, I'm going to try Jesus wholeheartedly, not 75%, not 50%, I'm in. So here I am, I'm in, and what do I got to do next? Well, the next step for me, and really I think for everyone to have that life that Jesus is talking about and that God promises in his word, um, I, I think we have to get involved. When I look at this verse, John 4, 13, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. Whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will, be, will become in him a fountain of water spring up into everlasting life. That's what I want. I want to not thirst again. I want to stop the searching. So in order to do that, I got to get involved. There's just, in my mind, there's no other way than involvement and participation and my relationship with Jesus Christ, that's my part. I need a way to exercise and practice my faith. I love exercising. I actually do love to, you wouldn't know it from looking at me, and please don't judge me, but I, I love to exercise. I actually like weightlifting. It's my favorite. Well, I can think about and I can read about weightlifting techniques all day long. I can think about, I can read about cooking all day long. But until I do it, it does me no good. I got to practice my faith. Now, don't get me wrong. If all you're doing is reading and praying regularly, whew, you will be changed. You will be moved because that's the power of the God we serve. But you also will get involved because that is where he will lead you because he, he wants more for you. Involvement is the way that we engage and we participate and get more of Jesus and live that life that he's designed for us. He loves us. Let me ask everyone here. By show of hands, does anyone in this room have someone that they love dearly? I know. I mean, I knew that was an obvious answer. Um, if you... When you look at what the world has to offer right now, do you want that for that person that you love? Yeah. 
No. Can you do anything about it, actually? No. Jesus can. The thing is, he can do something about us, about this. He's overcome the world already, so he can do it. So when I talk involvement, I, I'm not really, I'm not talking about it for Jesus' sake. He, he doesn't need it. He wants it for us. He's designed and prepared a way for us. And involvement in church, this church community, beautiful. That's an easy way to step in and practice our faith. We need to learn. We need to grow. Not because the church needs it, but because we need it. We need it to fully engage. It's a way of participating. Now, engagement, involvement can look like a lot of things. I was struck by what Mark said. Great job today, by the way. Um, and Angela, that's a beautiful testimony. That was awesome. Uh, it could be ties. Uh, it could be committee. There's a ton of committees. There's a ton of things here. This is for you. What do you want to do to participate fully with your Jesus and have a better relationship? The way I see it, it's one of two things. You rely on the world or you step in with Jesus. It, not easy. I'm not saying any of this is easy. Taylor, my youngest daughter, Tatum, Tiffany, and Taylor are my daughter's names. So oldest, middle, youngest. Taylor and I were talking about it yesterday. And we acknowledged that away with Jesus, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. It's not all going to be easy. We also had the discussion, and Jesus already knows this because I've told him it a hundred times. You know I like it easy. I like butterflies and rainbows. That is the way I want it, but Jesus knows that about me already, so he's good. He deals with me on that level. Um, but we want to engage with our Savior. And another way that we can do it is core groups. Now, I am going to unapologetically do a plug for core groups right now because I'm actually leading one. It's going to be on hope. I'm so excited um, just to dig into hope and what that looks like lived out. But core groups is another way to get involved. Erin, you did an awesome job talking about that last week. That was beautiful. Thank you. It's a way that we grow. We step out. We exercise our faith. It's been through my involvement, actually, in church more and getting into more conversations that I'm blown away at how many misunderstandings I've had about the Bible, how many misunderstandings I've had about Christ, how many lies I've accepted without even questioning them. But honest to God, I wouldn't even have known these things had I not been involved. I have, to, I have to talk to people. I have to find out, hey, how do you see it? Um, you, we dig into God's word, different things that the word brings to light. But what I see is I'm seeing it through my engagement with other people. And that engagement with other people is because I'm involved in this community. And the reason I'm involved in the community is because I want more. I'm not okay. I'm not okay leaving it up to the world. It just doesn't work for me. It's not pretty. And I've tried. I, I do want to talk about some obstacles. I, I want to talk about two obstacles that have got in my way of involvement. And I just want to share that with you guys. And I could tell you specifically one of the main things that held me back. One, I'm not going to super go into it, is my worthiness. You guys hear 
my feeling about my lack of worthiness over and over. God's dealing with me on that one. That's just going to be an ongoing thing between he and I. But the second one is that I won't follow through. I have allowed my belief that I will not follow through with things to keep me from engaging. I've allowed it to keep me from going to core groups. I've allowed it to keep me from I'm joining a committee. I've allowed, I actually have allowed it to keep me from tithing as well. I've had conversations with Jesus about this. And this is where I talked about he and I have went rounds on this conversation. Here's how my conversation goes with him. Jesus, you know I'm not going to follow through anyway. You've seen my history. I've started and stopped 900 diets. I start programs. I start projects. I don't follow through. I don't want to fail for you, Jesus. The idea of not following through, I can't do it. So I am not going to do it. I can't. I won't. I won't follow through. I'll tell you guys my core group lack of follow through story. So we, the first core group I ever went to, it was on the Ragamuffin Gospel, which is why I went, because that book is amazing, and he's one of my favorite authors. So I think, oh, I'll go. So I go to the core, that core group. I think I went twice. Never went back. And you guys want to know the excuse I made for why I didn't go back? I talked too much. I said, you know what? I, I talk too much at core groups. I, I can't go. Jesus solved that because now I'm standing up here and I get to talk the whole entire time. And I don't even have to feel guilty about it. So I'm super happy. Thank you. That was my reason why I didn't go back. Then I went to Don and Don and Luke. They had a they had a meeting about core groups, and they were going to show you kind of how to have a core group. I went to that. Never went back. That time it was right after Ben died, so I give my I give myself a pass on that one. I did a lot of things that weren't pretty then, but I didn't go back. Then after that, I joined, um, I joined a walking group. I did a little bit better on that one. Um, I did go more. I didn't go consistently the whole entire time, but I, my participation was a little bit better, and it kind of helped me get out there and exercise things. And then Terry invited me to another core group, and this time I went. I actually went, I, made, I think I made almost all of them, and I think the few times I didn't, they were like legit reasons. I, they weren't excuses. They, it was legitimate. This time, so I'm having a core group. And this time, here's where I'm at on this one. Just to show you guys how God works. I have a standing appointment every two weeks. And she had to change my date. And she goes, oh, can you do it on Tuesday, Tuesday or Thursday? I was like, I can't do Tuesday. Right away, I was like, no, no one's touching Tuesday. I'm in. It brings me back to God's word that says, being confident in this, of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. My involvement was not pretty. It didn't start out pretty. But I think the fact that I, I was involved, I took some steps God kept working. Luke talked about it last week when he said, 
when he was talking about how people like are concerned that they're not walking right with God or they're not hearing from God, but the mere fact that you have that concern is proof that Christ is working in your life. I felt that's what this is. That's what that was for me. And I, I hope you realize that for you too and get involved. And don't be afraid that you won't follow through. Maybe you won't, but at least you've opened up that dialogue and that conversation with Jesus so, so that he can work in that. And I think that's what happened with me. The second thing and the major thing that has got in my way of deep, um, a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ is I, I've been afraid that God's going to ask me to do something I don't want to do or I think I can't do. That comes back to the surrender, and we kind of hit it last week. Here's how this conversation goes. Again, a conversation I've had so many times with Jesus. You, you're going to ask me to do something I don't want to do. You are going to ask me to give up something I do not want to give up. It could be my time. It could, my, could be my freedom to do what I want with my time. It could be my finances. Um, it could be bigger things. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be sex. It could be a lot of things that Christ is asking that you're afraid if you, give it, if you go into a deeper walk with Jesus, he's going to ask you to give that up. That's legit. I have been, and I've been boldly honest before Jesus on this. I have. Well, I feel like he kind of called me to the carpet on this one. And here's what he said. And I remember this plain as day. He said, so, well, this is verbatim. Actually, I'm going to do a revision. He says, so let me get this straight, Terry. You believe that what I'm asking you to give up is better than what I'm offering you? Do you guys want to know what my response was? Yeah, I think I do. Which is kind of insane. When you say that out loud, that's the most ridiculous thing. When you look at the things that he asks us to give up. So I can't sleep in my pajamas till noon and drink 10 cups of coffee. <laughs> that's better than what Jesus has to offer. Help me, Jesus, in my unbelief on that one. I'm sorry that I don't believe that what you have is better than what I'm afraid you're going to ask me to give up. Ego, there's a hundred things. No, what he has to offer is better. We, I, I've already shared what this world has to offer. Ugh, it's go, it will go nowhere. Do you want what this world has to offer for the people that you dearly love? No. And the world's getting darker by the minute. We have to draw close to the source. We have to. It is my firm belief that Christians, we are the only thing, Christ, Christians through Christ and the Holy Spirit and God, we are the only thing that can even possibly offset what's going on in the world right now. The pain's getting ugly. The problems that are out there are insane. And we know this because we're currently living it ourselves. The only thing about us is that we have Jesus by our side. 
We have a source. We can draw to the source. We, we have powers available, knowledge available to us that, that the outside world doesn't, doesn't have. I don't even know what that would look like. I, as many of you know, I feel like I was born and raised a Christian, so I actually don't know what the world like, looks like without Christ. I, I can only imagine because I know what it looks like with Christ, and it, it could be discouraging. We, we have to offset that. If we want to make a difference, drawing close to our Savior, that's where it's going to happen. And we're, we want to do it for each other. Look at the verse also last week, encouraging one another. That's another reason for involvement. I personally feel we're being called to action. I... I think the enemy is stepping up his game and the world's getting dark and nasty, but I also think that the Holy Spirit and Jesus is doing the same exact thing. The only thing is that we, we have, we're the soldiers on the ground. We're the feet, we're the eyes, we're the love there. And the beauty of that, really, if you think about it, is what we receive from that as well. Because it's for us. He loves us. He he wants you to be involved. He wants you to be involved, not because the church needs it, although sometimes it can look like that, not as an obligation. He wants it because that's what he wants for you. He wants a close relationship with you, and he wants you to desire him above all else. That's what I want for me, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, that's what I want for you guys too. I want it for everyone. I want it for my friends because I, it doesn't work any other way. That other life, I don't want that for other people. And based on what I'm seeing, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. But for us here in our community of believers, we can, we can make a difference on that. We can fight that fight. And that's kind of where my heart is leaning right now. I... I hope that you are stirred to, to engage and fully participate and get involved with Jesus in a way that you never have before. For us, for you, and for Jesus. Now, Don and Luke are going to come up, and they're going to help close in prayer. I, I never like closing in prayer. i got to be honest with you guys. I always think I'm not a good prayer. I'm more of a conversationalist. But I do want to pray with everyone, also with Dawn. Please join me in prayer. Oh, dear Heavenly Jesus, we love you. We know you're the way. If our heart is struggling with that, please just touch our hearts and open our souls and search our hearts out so that we, we can live that life that you've intended for us. Please reveal to us what we need to do, where you want us, what, what do you need from us, Lord? We know that you hear us. We know that you love us. Please let us know our part. Please give us the courage to look at what's getting in the way of stepping into more with you. Please give us someone to guide us in a direction. 
help us realize and believe and love you and want that life for you. Oh, we love you, Jesus. And Lord, I just, um, as we close today, Lord, I pray that what Terry spoke today would come true to our hearts, Lord, and our minds, and that we would be intentional in how to serve you, Lord. I pray for just um, more clarity in what we need to surrender to you, Lord. It's right in front of us. We know that it's there. I pray that you give us courage to do that and strength. And whatever the Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now, with everyone in the service, Lord, I pray that um, that, that load would be lighter. Praise and that Jesus. you would help us surrender and trust, fully trust. That's something that Terry suggested to is trust in you, Lord. We thank you so much for this message. We thank you for this service. And we thank you for every person that has served today, Lord, and every person that is here, Lord. It is not, um, it's, it's your plan, Lord, that whoever was here today, Lord, they needed to hear it. We all needed to hear it, Lord, and I pray that it would just um, be encouraging. We thank you so much for this. In your holy name, amen. Amen. amen.